Hi guys. So welcome to Three Berks on One Pod. These are the opinions you didn't know that you needed to hear. Welcome to Free Bikes One Pod. This is Belter. Joined to me by Golpen, Red, Corey, Freak, and I don't know any other nicknames that, that he's got, maybe. Fortunately, no IE this week, but we have got a special guest. It's not this Tourette's guy, it's not Harry. It is actually a Berk, so we are still Free Bikes One Pod. It is Power Necker, Mad Dog, Joey Madden himself. Massive drop off in quality after uh, this set of time. I do, my dog. I'm all right, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume like two thirds of your like people who listen to the pod just already switched off. Joe Matty, you are quiet. I mean, out of all listeners, <laughs> it's, right, man, it, it's more here's more my moment, you. So yeah, as long as you listen, we're okay. We always start off with a small talk, and there's been quite a few interesting things. And I think the thing Belter probably wants to talk about the most was the Merseyside derby. <laughs> What's your thoughts, lad? Agent Rafa? Oh, sorry. That's all you're going to say? Not that I can say, mate. Got absolutely shafted on fucking live television. <laughs> Shouldn't be allowed to show porn at that fucking hour. <laughs> I can't even give blue shit anymore because I just feel sorry for them. It's like, it's it become pissy at this point. It's like, oh, bless him. Yeah. One of them. It's cute. I mean, good win against Arsenal. Yeah. But is Rafa the man, Belter? What we what we saying? What are we thinking? Nah, too outdated for me. He'll keep them up. I just, I just think his football's past its best now. He'll keep them up. You <laughs> <laughs> what, though? Like, shout out to I... last guest, like, Harry. He must be fucking fuming. Like, we were getting beat by fucking Brentford. Like, we were shit. Any team we played half decent was against United and their shit. And, like, Arsenal rock yeah. up and get beat by us. It's, it's so typically Arsenal, isn't it? It's brilliant. Off the football and onto something more serious. So, we recently just went to watch Fozzy James. Well, I don't think we've spoke much about it. It was Monday night and mm-hmm. we are recording this on Wednesday night. So, how are you doing? I mean, the gig was brilliant, like, but I, it's baby Guinness, mate. I said it on the Sheffield podcast, I'm saying it again. I had a few baby Guinnesses, a few Jager bombs, a couple of points. I'm in agony. Like, I'm, as Danny Glover says, I'm getting too old for this shit. My shoulders and my back are killing. And I didn't remember until this morning, 48 hours later, that it wasn't from dancing and doing rock and roll in the air it's because I kept picking you up on my shoulders like a soft cunt I probably weigh the equivalent of like fucking two million King Eddie's lad <laughs> if you go to a gig and you come home without losing a t-shirt or a shoe it's been a result <laughs> you know what I mean I mean I don't think I actually lost anything this gig but I did come in home in severe pain so I think I've changed as I've got older I don't throw in my converse or my jackets or shirts now I just come home and be decrepled. Like I've got 
I'm in my room now where I play my old games, and it's where I sleep when I'm drunk, because when I'm drunk I snore like a bastard, and um, mm. the wife got me like this um, like pull-out bed, but I didn't realise it pulls out three times. I thought one part was the headboard, so I was been sleeping in like the fetal position. I'm six foot four and a half. This is probably only about four foot. So I thought she like really shafted me there. Maybe that's the pain as well. I'm just old. Yeah, don't blame me, lad. You fucking slept awkward. <laughs> Good game, I remember though. going to the bar and asking, and you literally just said to the fucking bar fella, four random shots. Did I? And like I, I looked at you and I was like, mate, he's obviously gonna come back with fucking something that's on fire. Come back with fucking dragon's Pam. breath or something. Was that in the town crier with the black Sammy Bees? It was, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. I think we went in fuck, mate. It's good though. I mean yeah, Chris yeah, Jericho. Right. Chris Jericho was walking around Brook Street in Chester. What the fuck, man? Do you give um Fozzy much of a listen yourself, Joe? Um, uh, I've, I've heard a few of their songs, but, but um, like, did you both go to see Fozzy because it was Chris Jericho, or did you go to see them because you liked the band, or was it a, a bit of both? It was Jericho, mate. I'd heard a bit of Fozzy, but not that much. And then, like, a couple of days prior, I thought, I best listen to these so I can sing along. And, I, and I'm not just saying it because it's Jericho, mate, but some absolute fucking bangers. That enemy, Sane. I think yeah. Sane's number one at the minute, like. In the rock chart. Yeah. Yeah. I love Jericho. He's the greatest of all time. I've listened to the stuff on and off because they've got that song with the lead singer of Avenged Sevenfold, Sandpaper, and they've got loads of bangers. But, Belter, when you were prepping, if you like, before the gig, did you hear their cover of SOS by ABBA? Oh, it's that. amazing. It's yeah, fucking brilliant. Like Fozzy, Fozzy or, or Event Sevenfold or both? Uh, the ABBA cover was Fozzy. And it, honestly, it's fucking brilliant. There's a little homework for the listeners and for you too. Get on Spotify, where you can also find Freebergs One Pod, as you know, because you're listening to it right now. But that song, mate, it fucking slaps. <laughs> it's so good. And that bear as well in the band before, told her, green hair, don't oh, care. Mate. I've done a stalk on Instagram of her, like told her. I think she's uh in the pictures, mate. I don't think she's into our kind. I don't know, I think that fellow, other band member, could be with her. Have you have you found her personal Instagram? No, just the bands. I oh, need to stalk better. She seems yeah. quite close to a few other fit females. Now, if you are listening, woman's name I can't remember, get in touch at Freebirds on Pod. Twitter and Instagram. And also, get in touch with my private Instagram. I'm happy to be the filling in that sandwich. You know, I'm just saying. I'll put you on my list. Jericho reference. What are you saying? What I didn't like about Fuzzy is doors open at 6, 7, whatever it was. Queued up like two or three times. Still had to actually queue. It's fucking freezing. Fuzzy, obviously, we were the most over because it's Jericho and Fuzzy. That's why everyone's paying the money. But we were fucking over, lad. That video yeah, you put yeah. on Instagram of me fucking biting that fella's ear. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We managed to get ourselves over. It was only a couple there, wasn't it? Yeah. I also loved how close it was to the pub because we were able to make that decision. Fuck you and let's go yeah. to the pub. 
Definitely. Imagine like there was no pub close by, we would have just. But I think that could have ruined the night just standing there in the freezing cold. If we were like in the Echo, where would you go? You'd have to go to like Bella Natalia or something. But because we were so <laughs> close to the town crier, it was sound. Back yeah. there, more bevies, talk to more marks. Happy days. Does Fancy have a support band? Yeah, they had two. No. Yeah, that one of them was yeah. the bird with the green hair. I'll, I'll get the name now and give him a shout out because I know you're listening for bed. Told you. We managed to, to get ourselves pretty much right at the front as well. Yeah. Stitched up heart with a van before with the bed, and there was another one. There's some decent stuff. Can't remember the name. Yeah, they were good, man. It was good all, all together, but like because it was only like a 250 capacity, no matter where you were, you could smell Jericho's balls. Like, I was just at the back, like, drink it in, man. You know, sometimes I prefer them type of gigs, you know, where it's like a, a last capacity venue, as opposed to going and seeing a band where it's like 10,000 in a fucking football stadium or whatever. I actually do like going to see a band when it's like 2,000, 1,000 capacity. And it's yeah. called what I feel, sir. Like, I think it's more than there next month. Who? Mm. Amy Webster is his name. Oh, yeah. Carson's going to watch, but MC won't go because he sings Liverpool songs. And one thing I wanted to say as well, I've had a few people message me. Because you shared my post about my Twitch, which is Big Gulps 88, and a few people asking me about the tattoo. So we recorded our uh, podcast after we were done back to back, didn't we? And then I did all my tattoo after. So my first subscriber got to pick my tattoo, and it was of two stick men, and then, which is meant to be me and Harry, and then under, above it's meant to say GG and Easy, which means good game, easy. And it's a stupid in-joke that we got. So I've done that live on Switch. Update-wise, we've all got tattoos. We love our ink. It's sort of washed off a little bit. Now, it's scarred my skin. Now, I don't know if I haven't gone deep enough, which is the story of my life, or that it's just washed off when I've been in the shower or the bath. So I'm going to have to go again, but I've got some stencils. Well, and maybe you just didn't put the ink in. You know nothing about tattooing, do we? So, well, I ordered the like stencils off Etsy, and they came the other day, and they've got like a how-to guide and how deep I need to go. So, I was trying to practice over the weekend, but I was busy like working. So every time I tried to do it, I got a phone call. So I was just like, ah, fuck it. So, I'll go again. I'll probably do another one on the stream, and I'll give some notice. Is it like completely gone then? Just scarred? I'll show you. Mate, be careful like of affection and shit like that. Well, I'll put on my left leg because if I have to lose this one, I'm not, I'm not too arsed. Can you see that? Oh, I don't even get my leg up here. Nah, I can't yeah, get it right. Put on your third leg. Mate, I said I wanted two stick men. I couldn't get a fucking one on that. <laughs> Told me. And actually, no, I said that was one thing I wanted to talk about. But it was one other thing. Because it's getting quite late now. We've been small talk for a while. We don't have much time left, but there is one yeah. thing we have time for. Because I know what time it is. You know what time it is. I know the listeners know what time it is. It's time to get to know the Berks. So, as always, that sound means it's the most pointless round of the podcast. Our most favourite. For those of you who follow us on Instagram, we put a post out... And we asked for you guys to get in touch with questions. And all the questions that we got is what we're going to be talking about in the podcast. And as you can see from the title of the podcast, we're talking firsts. 
So I'm going to go change the script a little bit. This is a specific question that isn't a first. So lads, question from my uh, Scottish pal. What is your favourite or funniest moment from school? So many to pick from. But one that stands out is maybe you'd have to know the lads to truly get it. Drop a few names and you know, you know Liam Carson, um, Liam Halden and Ian Duckworth. We were we were bunking and we got basically seen in the park by a teacher, started chasing us and that, so we've all shit ourselves. Arson's gone absolutely flying. And then we've literally had to come up like a quick plan. And as you know, Lucky ain't the fucking cleverest guy in the world. <laughs> He's just literally said, why don't we just walk around and walk through the front door? And the other lads are just like, are you fucking for real, mate? How thick are you? Can't do that. Um, and they're like, right, I reckon we just jump over the back, over the railings and that. And I've gone, I'll go with you, Duck, so you're not on your own. Ducky didn't get caught, but the other two lads did. And we uh, literally just walked through the front entrance and then took a right, and the football cage was just there, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. And we just literally jumped in the football cage and just started looking like we were playing football. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Well, I've got, I've got two now, like funniest and worst. Funniest would probably be when I was necking on the day. Of you know, course, necking, power necker. <laughs> this that you no, know, this is where power necking originated. You know, you remember like in Park High in the first place we went, not like Park High up there, but Park High lower. There was like a sand pit. Yeah. You know, with Lucy Davis there and fucking Danny Powers like throwing sand at us. Like this is like the first check I've ever necked on with. Like stop throwing sand at me. You know what I mean? Like let me fucking have this moment. And then uh, the second probably the worst would probably be. Do you remember the, the Park High school planners we used to have? The books? Yeah. 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 Like you get them, like, you'd have your lessons in and, like, what you need to do from, like, one week to the next. And there was an email address on it, and I got home from school one, one, one night, and I was so fucking pissed off and wound up. That fucking email, the fucking address that was on the back of the high school planners, going, fucking, the fucking, the, the teacher's a shit. Miss King's shit. Get her sack, she swears. And all that, like, I went on the like this vitriol, like, like proper rants, completely. F- and then, and then I signed off on it, uh, via I, a lad I used to go to school with, he was a nice lad, like, but like, I was jealous of him because like, all the girls liked him and stuff. So I signed off like it was him. And uh, a couple of weeks later, Miss Gidman, I don't know if you remember Miss Gidman, she yeah. fucking hated me. She brought me into her, her office, and I was like, oh, but what's this over? And then she started reading the fucking email, like verbatim, like back to me. And like, you know, like Dave O'Brien, you go and, you know, like when it's awkward, you just go, ah, no, that, that wasn't me. Uh, uh, and I, uh, so yes, yeah, so I think I got, I don't think I got suspended, but like I got fucking absolutely hung up to dry because I didn't realize that sending an, <laughs> sending an email would come back to me when the fucking email had Madden in the surname and no one else. <laughs> High school had Madden as their surname, so it was only like going to be one person. So I got absolutely hung out to dry me. Fucking hell, lad! Yeah. For um, the listeners that don't know, we did all go to the same school. Madden's just a year below us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's boss. I mean, we brought Madden in because unfortunately Scott couldn't make it. 
and I didn't realise we've got an even worse technology man. Fucking hell. Sending emails with his name in and thinking we'll come back to him. Couldn't turn his camera on. I think he's in Fritzel's dungeon, mate. I was trying to and I hadn't quite worked out that email where. And I suddenly went, it says Madden in the in, in the email. I was like, oh, fuck's sake. That's that brilliant. Like, Maybe it's just a bacon and thing. Maybe we'll, we'll boss it sticking carton drinks in our bike for yeah. all fucking cans to make it sound like a motorbike. But when I get on a Zoom meeting, we're just that's above us. <laughs> Unless Look you're sorry and you live in Chester. There we go. Back to me. Brilliant. This king cried in front of me because of that email. Oh, she was nice. Yeah, no, she was. Yeah, she was my nice phone. She's a big English teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Tell her. And I think, yeah, <laughs> Tell her. After three, all say what teacher they would have fucked. Okay. One, uh, two, lovely. three. Miss Dawes. <laughs> giving you the best bump through the, the camera. I made it. <laughs> I made it cry as well. It was at one of them lessons where I was being an arsehole, but you know, you understand I'm an arsehole. And she cried, and I felt so fucking guilty about it. So I made Miss King cry, and I wanted to fucking both of them. <laughs> fucking bad man, bad man. To achieve, you know what I mean? I mean, horny, bloody teenagers, of course, we're going to graft a st- shout at people. It's just, there's only so much pulling the head off you can do. Exactly. Yeah. Miss Thor's, Miss Thor's, like, fucking, she was like the fucking pinnacle for me, you know what I mean? But uh, I made her cry, by the way. <laughs> Different generation now as well. I'd imagine in the schools now, though. Teacher goes to the bottom drawer or something. She's all over Snapchat and that, isn't she? Yeah. We did school in the wrong time, boys. Now, for me, like Belzer said, there's so yeah. many great memories. Like, I mean, that nostalgia there from Mikey saying putting a fucking can on the back of your bike, going down the street, thinking you're fucking the dog's bollocks. So getting home from school, going straight on MSN, start chatting up randoms and speaking to your mates. The mates that you've been with in school, then you've been in your chats with them and stuff like that. But for me, I'd say it was when I was in high school, I went to France with a trip. And one of the teachers there, the first class he ever had, he taught my mum, RIP, Mr. Nitram. And he um, he took talking to me because he knew me ma. And loads of good banter. Not like that, behave. Uh, I was like 15, way too old. I probably receding then as well, told me. And we were in France, seeing the Somme. Like, it was really, like, interesting to see. And when we were in town, we were just allowed to go off, spending our francs probably back then because we were out as fuck. And I remember I bought, like, this big-ass wheel of cheese, like a, like a fucking baby bell bit the size of my head. But everyone was buying little bottles of vodka and all that sort of stuff. So... We went back to the um, the place we were staying in. As we drove in, the bus driver crashed the bus, smashed the windows, and then we all sat down, had our meals, and then as soon as we finished, the teachers were like, you guys just go to your rooms or go and play in the field. 15-year-old kids, what do you think we're going to do? So there was like woods out the back. We were all sitting there drinking, smoking, fighting, grafting. Oh, it was just fucking sick. And then on one of the other nights... One of the older lads, Mr. Martin, told him to come and get me. So you got like this squirty cream, like whipped cream. So I was sitting there eating my food, and out of nowhere, fucking RKO, 
with this whipped cream all over me head. And this guy was bigger than me. And I was a bit of a fanny. More so than I am now. So he done all that. And no matter how much I tried to wash it off me, I just stunk of fucking stale cream the whole fucking, like the next two days we were there. So I'm walking around the, um, I'm walking around the fucking Arc de Triomphe in the Eiffel Tower, smelling like gone off cheese, trying to kiss <laughs> girls. And I had this Paris t-shirt and it was like, these, one of these black, just black ones that someone's made. And it had graffiti on it and it had Paris written. And I was like, man, I'm so cool. I just stunk of fucking gone off cheese. <laughs> Safe to say, I didn't neck anyone that weekend. I'm like a daily dunk. I was like a daily dunk, lad. Nobody in that fucking neck would it. <laughs> oh, it was boss. I've still got the photos from where I went, and it just like. You had a Lacoste trackie, didn't you? That it was, was a really Lacoste trackie. That was when I was a bit yeah. older. I had like yeah, the Cox Sportif one on, lad. It was like blue, white, and green. It's fucking hanging, mate. We was, Mikey said we were so born in the wrong era, like era, era. Fucking. All the birds uh, on Snapchat and shit now, and we're on MSM wearing trackies that pop off at the sides. Park high one time, lad. But anyway, boys, that's at the end of Gensin' Over the Mercs! Peace out, bitches! So, this week's podcast um, is going to be about first. We put a post out on Instagram not that long ago, and we had several ideas, but this one we really like the sound of, and it's just discussing like the first time we did certain things and that. So I'll start us off. What was your first ever kiss or the one you can remember? I mean, as long as you're not, not, not like counting me nan kissing on the cheek and stuff <laughs> like that. First time I ever had the kiss, and I won't say a name because I'm sure she's listening like everybody else. It was in <laughs> Europa Pools. And remember when we used to go swimming in primary school? Actually, you didn't come to primary school, but me and Marty went to primary school together. We used to go to Europa Pools. The guys and girls obviously get changed. You'd go and do your little swim. But every now and again, people would just pair up and fuck off. So me and our good friend, Liam Carson, he's getting mentioned a lot in this. Gives a retweet, lad. Fucking hell. Um, Tell him you kissed. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. Um, Fuck off. Me and Cass were with these two uh, girls, and yeah, we went into the cubicles, little kissy-kissy. It was quite funny, actually, because I was super nervous. I'm pretty sure Carson kissed before I did, and I ended up, like, bottleneck, go back to the change rooms, but then, you know, just looked myself in the mirror, had a word with myself, went back in. It wasn't a power neck, but it was the best I could give at that moment in time. I've got a lot better since. And power neck, Exactly. That's gimmick infringements, but Rebecca, if you're listening, thank you. It was uh, it was special to me. Just want to mention there, like, have you seen what they've done to Europa Pools? Nah. No more, mate. It's a fucking gym. What? Yeah, it's it's the ground. Like they've got rid of the water. You can still. It's sad, mate, because you can still see the slides, and that was like that was the place to go for us, wasn't it? And yeah, it was such a good fucking pulling station as well. Yeah. Oh, like man, you, that's so sad. When did that go? I know, it's horrible, mate. I, I hope to God no one fucking uses the gym, but I'm sure they will. Yeah. But our age category shouldn't be. Fucking hell. Where I went to primary school, it's not there anymore. Where I first tried to power neck, 
It's not even a swimming pool anymore. Sign of getting old, mate. Yeah. You know, that was like a, a thing for me. Like, a girl I seen at the time, like my best mate, like she lived next door to him. Like, she lived next door to him. So we used to go to, you know, the pools a lot and, you know, whatever. But that's where I got my first finger wet, kind of thing, you know. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Got some boobs. Rock and roll, lad. <laughs> was that your first neck as well? No, no. Lucy Davis was, but I mean, uh, Oates was like me first. Got a girlfriend with some boobs, but a funny. I've been up to, yeah, she was like the first one. One time. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So a lot of these for me, I don't know if they're going to be me first because I've got an awful memory, but it's the one that I remember that like that stands out looking back. So won't mention any names, but um, in primary school, I remember like used to just be a thing at dinner time. You just get into beds. That's what we called it. Get into. Yeah. You'd send your mates yeah. over, so like four lads would go on your behalf, go up to a bed and go, "Will you get into Mikey?" And then the four lads will come back and it'll be like, yeah. she said no or she said yes. And then you've got to get the courage to like go over. So 10 minutes later, you go over with your mates. You stand and face each other so awkwardly for ages. And then you finally do it. And you'd always have that one mate as well. I was I was a lad that did this a lot. That would always put the guy's hand on the girl's ass <laughs> whilst they're kissing. <laughs> So I reckon a lot of that was going on. And I got caught by the dinner lady and got shouted at. Had to stand on the wall for 10 minutes. <laughs> so my dinner hour consisted of 10 minutes of discussing my plan with me mates. 10 minutes to then get the courage to go over. <laughs> then another 10 minutes of fucking actually doing it. And then 10 minutes on the wall. Like fucking worst dinner ever. Sorry to interrupt, Mikey. Did you ever go to it? RVs and the vibe. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like before we were like, yeah, like, like you know, you'd go like you see a girl you wanted to neck home with, and you ask your mates to go over and go, would you neck home with him? Like that, that was that was yeah. my initiation to it all, you know. Mate, like we're about 14, 15 maybe, and we have the worst nicknames ever. And not even thinking about it, like I'd go up to a girl and go. Will you get into raw balls? <laughs> she just look at me like, what the fuck, lad? Or another another friend of mine, his nickname was Hardon. Will you get into Hardon? <laughs> For fuck's <Yeah>. sake. That's <laughs> brilliant. I like Lucy Davis and um, fucking like Kylie Avery. Like the first like places I knocked on the chicks was like parties and the vibe and shit. Like, you know, like, yeah. That was like where we all so Cream is what was it? Club Freedom. Yeah, free, yeah, Freedom and New Brighton. Yeah. 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 Oh, fucking, ah, fucking. Unreal, mate. Like you would literally with your mates, you'd have like a fucking kissing competition. And like yeah. you'd all be there at the end of the night and you'd all be on like 27 each. Well, Everyone was just a proper hoe. Yeah. Like, like my best mates at the time, like I won't name them because I don't want like make them look bad. But like we'd always go to the hobbies or the vibe or freedom, whatever it was. And we'd always like try and like neck on with as most women as possible. And he'd always finish like like bottom of the conversation. You know what I mean? But but then the last lad, no one. Everyone's fucking hell. You gotta be a <laughs> right. right fucking stinker if you're not fucking necking anybody in them places. 
I mean, you mentioned the show about going to like Harvey's and all that sort of shit. They're all like the underage clubs. I would never go to any of that. As we progressed into adulthood, do you remember the go- first like proper pint that you ever ever had? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, there's, there's one or two occasions. One that was my dad took me to uh, Preston, uh, Blackpool, you know, uh, by uh, the Pleasure Beach, hmm. and then uh, my dad got me really drunk one night, and. Um, that was the first time I got drunk with my dad. The other time I got drunk with Alton was I went to Hornblabbers and on Market Street yeah. with Ali when I was about 15, something like that. But the first time I ever got drunk properly uh, was with me half on it. And he kept and like the day after, he was like, Oh, let's get a fry up. And like, yeah, you'll feel best after fry up. You know, when you're so fucking hungry, you think you're gonna die. I was like, oh, I was like, get a fucking fry up down here. I was like, oh. I've ever been drunk, I can't fucking, you know what I mean? Oh, I felt like I was going to fucking die, but like, yeah. I ever got properly drunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first ever, first pint I ever got to it was in the home blowers on Market Street, and I was like 15, 16. Yeah, again, just stuff that stands out is like just uh, getting getting like a tramp to go in the shop for us and getting like a bottle of White Lightning or Frosty Jack. That's probably like the first like bit of drinking I did. But first, like, pint in a pub, I remember not really liking the taste of it. And I had a couple of Bell's whiskeys with Coke. Mate, I was I was dead. I was fucking absolutely paralytic. I remember, like, all my mates kicking off and they were trying to, like, Andy lived by the pub. So, like, they took me in there, but I was sick fucking everywhere. And I was like, it took me a long time before I could drink whiskey again anyway. But I could stomach it better than a pint back at like even at, like at a young age. Yeah, I mean, my first pint, I was super lucky because one of our mutual friends kept his mum owned the pub, and we we'd go there. I'd go upstairs, play Xbox Three Sixty with him. It was amazing, and we'd have the occasional pints. Started drinking there. If you listen to mum at eighteen, it was <laughs> it was like fourteen, fifteen, but it was boss. And like, but the first times I that was like the first pint, but the first drink, Scott, we still love you, man. We got mad, but we love you. Scott's sister's boyfriend was always going to shop for us, and he'd always get us like four cans of Stella each. Oh my god! And it just Stella, fucking man. blow your head off. We used to go to Scott's, mess around, and I remember one time they went and got us a bottle of shots. It was a is it twenty twenty? Is that what it's called? Is that not sure? Yeah, I think it's called twenty twenty. And um, they came back, it was like red. So we're there drinking that. And the next day I went to my mum and dad's, like went home because I stayed at Scott's. Got a packet of Watsits and Ribena. Ate them, drank that on the way home. As I got in the car, because we were going to my nan's for dinner, got in the car, I was like, dad, you're going to have to pull over. I must have had something dodgy as we discussed last night. I had to wind the window down because it wouldn't stop. The car was, like the outside of the car was just painted like purple and fucking orange. It was horrible. <laughs> but, I mean, I've got loads of younger drinking stories. You yeah. have a whole podcast on that. I mean, you know the Mersey Tunnel? They've got the monks' yeah. tunnels underneath, and that's where we used to always go and drink if we were in the park. And, like, there was always a story that one of the tunnels had gas in, and if you went too far, you'd die. And the other one, we'd, you'd walk all the way down, and you could see the water, and we'd hide in there, scare each other, we'd wrestle. It's good shit, man. Yeah, and I reckon, like, in every, like, friendship group as well, you always had one lad 
whose parents were sound as fuck. They'll just be like, some brandy there, lads, some fucking vodka. Yeah. You'd always have that, that parents. And then you'd always have one that had a really strict fucking parents where couldn't even drink fucking fizzy drinks, let alone alcohol. Yeah. I think my mum my and dad were sort of in the middle. When I got to about 15, maybe 16, my mum was happy to, to buy a small amount like and let my mates stay over and stuff. But... Um, Sharing a bottle of fucking white lightning at the age of 15, 16, you, you think you're the dog's bollocks and you think you're absolutely yeah. off your feet. We, we've all done it. And you're saying it was always Scott's house that we used to go to because his dad would work away like or he'd just be out himself. So we'd go around there, like drink all his booze. I remember one time I went on a night out. It was Kev's 18th. So I was like 17, maybe 16. And I went mm. to Scott's because I was staying at Scott's like I always did. I had like my baggy jeans, my green parker hoodie, my green parker coat. And then when I got to Scott's, took it off, I had a full suit underneath. Went to Liverpool and we would drive around this limo for Kev's birthday, drinking the champagne, little bit of the bubbly. And <laughs> I was out the roof shouting to birds, giving them my number and stuff like that. And as we got to the Albert Dock, Speaking to these birds, and he's like, Hey, stay to you. You're just some kid in some suit. Fuck off, lad. And I was like, Ooh. I ended up night in Sherlock's being sick in a pizza box. Like, I, I used mind. to do that as well. I used to overdress, mate. And like, yeah. even still now, because I'm a fucking dwarf, I, I feel like I just look ridiculous in shirts and that. <laughs> but back then, mate, I just looked like I had my dad's clobber on and I was trying too hard. But I'd still always do a pure suit nonce, <laughs> like 15, 16, hoping that you can get, like, so fucking stupid. Like a heel in the attitude era, you put a suit yeah. on, you know you're the bad guy. What about first fight? Obviously, we're all from Birkenhead, so, you know, we've grown up and it's a little I mean, bit rough and shit. Have you gone into a little, little scrap? Yeah, I mean, I was quite lucky. I've always been able to talk myself out of fights. Um... I'm a lovable rogue, if you must. And I remember I was in high school and I was walking home one day and Steve Cadman was year below as well. He would follow the zoo, uh, me and a couple of the lads walking through the park. And he started to give me loads of shit. And then as we were walking, you know when you're walking, you clip someone's foot. He done that to me and I stumbled. I turned around and I was like, what are you doing, lad? And he was like, you, you knobhead. You're saying this and this. I'm like, I haven't said anything like that. I don't even fucking know you, really. Anyway, we both threw our bags down, and it was the worst fight. It was like the Divas in, like, 1999. No bra and panties, don't worry. But we're there just, like, slapping each other like two little pussies. And then this woman come over with a pram, stopped the fight, and then uh, pushed us both away. And I picked up my bag, and she was like, give him his bag back. I was like, it's my bag, you stupid slut. I'll hit you next. <laughs> Okay, though. With like my best mate, and I, he was a fucking dweeb. Like, like he was like Jay from Ember, but like ten times more than more annoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you remember him, James, like as well as I do, but he was fucking annoying. I slapped the shit out of him. Last year, did you? Mike, he fucking annoyed the fuck out of me. Like, remember, like I was like going. I'm going to town with it. Yeah, remember Richard Diggory? Like, like mm. he was your mate at the time. And he was like, oh, are you going to come to town with me, are you? I'm, I'm with my friends, AJ, and fucking made all, made up all these fucking names. Like Leroy, AJ, and I, he never existed. Like, who the fuck are you talking about? Like, 
I've got all these mates here, lads. Fucking hell. Fuck <laughs> off, dickhead. What was your first scrap? Uh, it isn't uh, Cole Street, actually, with Mark Young. Remember Mark Young? Mm. It's something to do with football, and um, he kind of had got like, pubs him in his face. And, you know, it, it, it wasn't like a massive fight, but, like, you know, I threw some fists, basically, you know. But, did you win? Uh, right, I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a confrontational person. I'll fuck someone off. <laughs> yeah, I'll fuck someone off. You need to be fucked up. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, I've had I've had like a couple of handbags and that in primary school and, and high school and stuff and that, but nothing really major. But again, another one that really stands out is you both know Dave Evans, don't you? Mm-hmm. And you and you know Robbie Lamb. So we went to a uh, Robbie's well, fucking Robbie Beef. We went to Beef's stepsister's twenty first. Now we're probably only about 17. Yeah, I'd say 17. And we're all sitting there and like we're kind of like four lads that don't really know anyone. And they're they're 21, that that friendship circle and that. So there's bigger boys there and that. And uh, it kicks off between other lads. And Dave being a sarcastic cunt, he turns around and says something like, I heard no hard names mentioned there. And then basically the lad come over, one of the lads come over and kicked off on Dave. But the lad that was doing it, I knew him through football. So I said to him, oh, mate, he's, he's dickhead. He's had a bit to drink. Just ignore him. And that lad was sound. He was like, oh, don't worry about it, Mike. I don't want any trouble and that, blah, blah, blah. And then we sat down. And then next minute, another lad that I do not know just come over and literally twatted me off my chair. He just, there was not even like, didn't come over to talk to me or nothing. He just literally walked over and just banged me. And then I've jumped up and jumped on the table and done like this Superman jump on him. And then next minute, mate, I'm getting me out kicked in by about six, seven lads. Fucking Dave, who started it all, just fucking ran off. And to his credit, mate, Beef fucking, Beef was the only one like, they backing me up on that while I'm getting my ass handed to me. Beef's ma was pregnant. She was fucking trying to help me. She ended up on the deck. So yes. apparently, apparently, though, a lot of these lads got what was coming to them. Like, yeah. So I've heard, but like, one of the things I've always found about like us, like as friends, like you, know, you James, like, like all of us, like none of us are assholes, are we? Like, we all speak for yourself, no, we, we don't. We don't look for trouble. We're dickheads. On a night out, we can come yeah, across yeah. as like, yeah. "Fuck me, they're loud and they're, they're a bit annoying and that." But we never intentionally look for fucking trouble or want to cause trouble yeah. with anyone. So another question we had, lads, was what was the first CD or tape that you ever bought? First tape, mate, was always whatever I recorded off the radio. Yeah. So it would have just been like. Barbie Girl and all that shit, mate, and on, on a certain fucking mad mixtape that you used to just love making when we were kids. Do you remember when you used to make them and you listened to the radio and you'd be sitting there waiting before it was Radio City ninety six point seven? No, had, no, stop, 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 stop. You had Wait, serious stop. skills, mate. If you could stop it at the end of the song before you pleasure <laughs> DJ Hixie. <laughs> Do you remember that? Like, they don't exist anymore, do they? Do you remember, like, the DJs from the kids' parties? We fucking loved them as well. And they'd, every fucking bastard song they'd interrupt, they'd like, where do you want to stay? <laughs> yeah. It's like in the beach. Right. Make some noise if you're standing next to an alcoholic. Woo! <laughs> 
So yeah, I'd, I'd, I'll go with that for the first. Oh yeah, uh, Doctor Dre, uh, two thousand and one. Uh, oh, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, two races. You know, ninety nine, but two one. And a Hanson, the first Hanson album. Mba. Remember Hanson? That is a big spread, Joe. That's a massive spread of cool as fuck. And then Dr. Dre, I mean, and Hanson. (laughs) Me personally, I don't ever really remember buying a tape. But I definitely done what Belter was saying, listening to Radio City or Juice FM and trying to stop it and make the ultimate um like album. I do remember buying my first C D, but I think I discussed that before. It was I got two. I got Jumiroquai and I got Spice Girls. I'm not afraid to say Spice Up Your Life, lad. I'd still listen to Spice Girls now, but Jumiroquai can get in the bin. It's nostalgia, mate, in it, so it's always fucking good. It's I've tried to, to watch the new Home Alone about three times and I just cannot do it because of how like how much the original means to me. Pains me to watch what they're fucking doing to like the, this now. Yeah. So I've got one for you guys, if you can remember and if you have got any funny stories about it and that. Um so who was your first girlfriend? Proper girlfriend, if you if you can remember. I um I've I've discussed this girl before. My first girlfriend was Rebecca Kent. She same year mm-hmm. as me, and um, I I've got two stories about her really that I can tell. The first mm-hmm. one, it was when people tried to make me kiss her the first time, and I was super scared. So they pulled me over, and I was like, No, no, I don't want to do it. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then I like flailed my arm and hit her in the face, and then she had to go home. So now, when I got home and I see my mum and dad, as soon as I walked through the, through the front door, started crying. I was like, ah, I've broken my girlfriend's nose. So then they took me up to her house and she was fine. But we didn't stay girlfriend, boyfriend and girlfriend for very long because a few months after that, um, me and Liam Carson, again, ended up swapping girlfriends. Um, so he was Where's going this with, Carson gone? <laughs> I want the old Liam Carson. We need the old Liam Carson. So we swapped beds, and I ended up going out with Kaylee Johnson. And I remember because she lived like closest to me. She lived in Pato, and I lived in Craven Street. And then she came over to see me one day on a rollerblades. And as she was, <laughs> this is such a kid story. So she came to see me on a rollerblades, and as she was coming up, she fell over. So of course I laughed, and then she saw her ass. And then I think she was always a Matty Carlin. And she went, go and tell James, we've broke up. So I ended up losing my bed after 24 hours. Carson still had my bed. Phew, man. Really is. A girlfriend that like, like, lived next door to my best mate. You know I mean? First time I got me knobs off. First time I got some boob. Like, fucking, yeah, jamming out. Winner, you know winner, chicken dinner. I know, lad. Yeah, first time, like, I well, yeah, my best friend... Then I thought of her. Yes, that was the first time I got me knocked off. And this is why he is the power necker. Still <laughs> pop, pop, pop. <laughs> that was the first girl I ever had a girl. You know, it's a right. So for me, it's a it's a girl that was on my estate growing up. I grew up on an estate in that, and um, her name's Leah Glover. But a, a weird 
weird thing about me is a lot of my exes, even her, she's my first ever girlfriend. It's with her for about three years as well, like proper puppy love, like 13 to 16, something like that. Um, but yeah, the thing with me is all my exes go on and get married. <laughs> like, it's fucking boss. So uh, yeah, she's married and happy and all that now, but I'm still her best neck taller. <laughs> but yeah, in our, in our estate though, like um, I was quite quite popular, if, if you will, me and, me and a couple of the, the lads. And I remember when I bearded her up, we used to have this bus that used to come on the estate and um, the kids would go and play on it. I don't know if you had them where you lived, but it, it was fucking boss, mate. They should have them now. Like, it was just, you'd go on, you'd do arts and crafts, and then you could do other things, like they'd have PlayStations and stuff, just to get the kids out and what have you. And uh, we were on there doing some arts and crafts, and I made this picture just basically asking her to be my bed. And then she said, yeah, but she always kept that picture, which was fucking boss. It was so shit, like, (laughs) young fucking romance and shit. But she just went literally public enemy number one. Like, everyone just started hating her because she was was with the big dog. So you've been in Belter since you were, like, 13? Oh, mate, younger than that, mate. My mum told me uh, a couple of years ago, like, uh, what I used to do as a toddler in the pram, because I hated going to town, is I used to throw my legs under women's skirts and just lift them up. Just so my ma would get me home quick. Even as a toddler, lad, I was interested about what was underneath. Fucking hell. It was going to go one or the other way. I was either going to be a pest or a fucking serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Oh, I love you, Mikey. I love you, My birth fact is, so we're in a ring. Me and my friend, Scott, we fucking, we were in the, the Mediterranean, Mediterranean. I lost my stud with Scott, with my fucking hearing. And also, I knocked down with James. He didn't know about it. Told him. Perfect. Well, cheers for that, Joe. Um, I didn't, uh, didn't realise that, but uh, yeah, it's all gravy, baby. Haven't you knocked on one my bird and Tom's bird? I've never, I've knocked on with Tom's bird, but not your bird. I put it on the podcast. <laughs> Is this the famous Malia holiday? Because I've heard about Malia, and apparently Bodrum. you ran away with, you went yeah. away with like a couple of navy lads, and you were all just necking each other. No, that was yeah. Zanzi. Ah, oh, okay. I necked on with beef. Yeah, yeah. Would you would you rate him like? Yeah, he was, he was decent to be fair. Love you, he? A lot of yeah, tongue. Yeah. Uh, do you know yeah. what? He was gentle and it was nice. He doesn't pay his debts, but he necks on well. But he, he's a good kisser. Yeah, top five for me, lad. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, Joe. Uh, yeah. Greatly yeah. appreciated. I had, I had a great time. Nice one, Maddie, for filling in for IE. We'll have you back in the future. Some uh, interesting stories they made, to say the least. And uh, I'm sure you've got more to come. Give Joe a follow on Twitter, if you don't already. It's at JoeMadzy15. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at FreeBurks1Pod. And one final thing before I go, guys. This will be our last pod of 2021. 
I want to say thank you to everybody who's listened, who's shared, who's told off your friends about it. We'll, we'll be back in the new year. IE's not going to be able to make it for the rest of the year, so we've decided we'll call it quits a bit earlier. We'll recharge our batteries, come back in 2022 stronger, better, hopefully. Um, but thank you for listening. As I won't get to say it, close to the time, on behalf of the Berks, happy Christmas, happy new year. And if you struggle for a gift to give to your loved ones, give them a subscription to Big Gulps 88 on Switch, where you'll see this boldly cunt playing computer games. Nerd. But like I said, guys, thank you so much for listening. We've been Free Berks 1 Pod. You've been awesome. And welcome along for the ride, guys. <laughs>